What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Brew Jackets. My name is Lance, and joining me right now is Kevin. Likes the Blue Jackets, as his name tag says. What's up, Kev? How you doing? Uh, hello there, Hefty Duck. Always great to be with you, the uh, greatest duck of all time, doing a podcast, talking about the Blue Jackets, a lot of fun stuff. Um, I'm doing it. You know, I, I, I had a fun time this past Sunday. Of course, it was your birthday on Sunday as well, but... For, yeah, uh, for for my birthday on this past Sunday, I had some family over for, for a party and had a fun time. Saw a lot of my family, my nieces, and my brother brought his dog Cooper over. And <laughs> um, as you can probably, uh, my sister-in-law got me a new Bearcats hat for my birthday. Nice. So that's pretty fucking sweet. And as you, you know, I'm wearing it right now. You know, see? Uh, nice. There it, is. there it is right there. So, yeah, um doing pretty good and um looking forward to talking about many things about the blue jackets including johnny gaudreau's yeah. five point night an outstanding yes. game absolutely crazy game um well good man i'm glad you had a good birthday I, I had a good one as well um i will uh i'll get to uh mine a little bit later because we're going to talk about the game i went to and whatnot so um i mean for actually on sunday my birthday i was kind of hungover so i did not do shit uh, all day Sunday, I relaxed and took the day to myself. <laughs> always nice, always nice. But um, I can see on uh, your end as well as my end. I don't know if it's hard to tell now. It was easier earlier. It's still sunshine out. It's crazy. So um, uh, we can yeah. have uh, good old daylight savings to thank for that, which again happened on both of our birthdays. It did. It did. Yeah, um, I'm looking out my window right now, and it's still sunny, and that's where you see the light coming in through the, yeah. through the camera. Well, not a problem. I just, you know, just happened to, you know, normally we come in, and it's like it's almost after dark by the time right. we started, even at 7. And yeah. We've had other, like when we first started out, we were going random times. We were at like 9, we were at 10 one, like nights. Yeah. So just funny. Just a nice little change of uh, of pace. Uh, and whatnot but um yeah so uh i guess uh first thing i i, I wanna i'd like to say is just you know um want to send some love towards elvis Merzlikens. Uh, unfortunately his grandmother uh fell ill and then passed away this last week that is why he was unable to attend these last few games and that's totally fine take as much time as you need man team's not going anywhere as, okay, this is why I had this up too, by the way. So sorry to go from serious to something so stupid right now. Um, so, so I can get this off my screen. Uh, so to everybody else's right, but our left currently. So we won a game last night. Okay, right? Everybody knows we won a game. 
I just wanted to prove a point to people that like, dude, we can still win games and still be in last place. So, I mean, the people are are salty either way so many times, but um, it was the perfect way to do it. Uh, Yeah. Basically, they gave the Sharks a point. Right. Which was perfect. Anyway, I just want credit to the you know it's a credit to the Sharks because you know the Blue Jackets are playing a pretty good game last night and multiple times the Sharks came back to tie it and then you know the Blue Jackets take another lead and then they tie it again and then it's five five they go into overtime and both teams had their chances in overtime but then from a strategic standpoint from the Sharks if there's two people you do not want to have the puck in overtime when you're playing the Blue Jackets, it's Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Laine. (laughs) Fortunately for them, that's what happened. Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Laine got the puck, and eventually Johnny Gaudreau scores. (laughs) So, you know, listen. Uh, What a crazy night he had. Two goals, three assists. Five points, a great game, five points. So he makes that, was it five players on CBJ to ever have five points, or was it seven? Three. Three. I th- uh, there was more than that. I saw, yeah, I saw some right. sort of more preview, but I don't remember exactly what it was. But in any case, it's a very small number. So congrats yeah. to Mr. John Gadroa. That's his third one ever. Yeah. So, right? Yeah. Wow. And that's crazy, dude. Our t- last person to have a five-point night for the Blue Jackets was Artemi Panarin in 2017-2018 season. And that was against the New Jersey Devils. And I was uh-huh. at one of my trips to Columbus, and I was at our bar – watching the game because they were in New Jersey nice. that day and Panarin had a five point night, all this, all assists, no goals. All <laughs> wow. That's pretty assists. nuts too. And um, he, he became like, it was something crazy like this. I don't know the exact number. It was either like this, like the second guy in blue jackets history to do that or some crazy, you know, shit like that. Yeah, For um, all assists. I mean, that's, that's gotta be pretty rare. Oh uh, um, Yeah. But you know what? Hey, good game. By, it's a good game by the Blue Jackets. Speaking line, of assists, Daniil Tarasov got yeah. his first point NHL point last night. Let's go, Daniil. Amazing. That was a great. That was a great play by him because you know that power play. You know the Blue Jackets had their chances on both five on three and the five on four, but you know nothing was really going in. But then you know the Sharks clear the puck and they think they're going to kill the off the rest of the penalty, but. Credit to Daniil Tarasov. He sees that that puck and quickly shoots it back up. <laughs> you know, so with, cool. with a quick pass. And, you know, shortly after that, Gaudreau passes it to Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson scores. KJ goal. That's in the net. So it's a good play by Daniil Tarasov to get his first ever NHL career point, his first ever NHL career assist. Yeah, buddy. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, so we had the KJ goal, um, we had two Goudreau, we had two Boone goals, and rounding it out on top was Foodie, right? Yep. Great shot by Foodie. It was cut. Hmm. So what happened? couldn't have done this before the trade deadline. <laughs> but, you know. I joke. I kid. Uh, but not really. I um, think, yeah, I, and I, I've said this before about Foodie, is that he is more the way he – originally was playing, you know, whether it be through his Canadian team or even a little bit with the Monsters, he was playing first line, second line minutes, and he was putting up the points and the goals and assists like crazy, and he's fast. But unfortunately, I've said this many times, 
in regards to certain players, who are you going to take out of, out of the lineup to put him up in the higher minutes that he probably should be getting? And the answer that I've said many times is the answer is you're not. You're not taking anyone out. Right. So Foodie has he has to do the best with what he can, playing third line, fourth line minutes. And to his credit, he's doing that. He's doing pretty good with it. And that goal he scored last night, great shot. Matthew Olivier with a great pass mm. over to Absolutely. Foodie and Foodie shoots it. Great um, shot. Yeah, and the other thing to think about too is were this season to have gone to plan for the Blue Jackets, Foodie may have played most of the season on the Monsters, correct? So it's like I do. I you know I don't want to knock the guy. He's a great player, far better than I could ever dream to be. But um. You know, at the end of the day, it's just like um, it feels. He he also to me feels really streaky. You know, like he'll have a couple games that are great, and then he's just like a well, like not that he plays bad, but he's like a, a nothing burger. like a few games in a row. You know, you just don't hear his name, see his name, anything like that. Um, so, yeah, great game by the Blue Jackets last night. You know, they they beat the Sharks, but stayed in last place. <laughs> So, you know, if everyone can be happy, right? Uh, I, I also want to say this is that for it goes both ways. It's not realistic for the for people to expect that the Blue Jackets will lose every game the remainder of the season because that's not <laughs> happening. It's also not realistic to expect that the Blue Jackets will win every game the rest of the season. You're going to have some ups and some downs, and you're going to have some wins and some losses, and that's just, you know, how it goes and when you look at the schedule that the blue jackets have coming up it's going to be a tough one they ha- have to go to the kings that's a tough one Ooh, and they're going to be saying hi to corpy out there yeah and uh you know you look at and the blue jackets you look at the blue jackets historically speaking they have struggled out on the west coast they they barely yeah. get any wins when they're out in california so if they even get one win on this trip out of California, and they do have to go to Vegas too in Washington, but I'm mm-hmm. talking from a California perspective. If they even get one win out of that, you take that well, because they have. Historically okay. speaking, the Blue Jackets are not good in California. So you got to play the Kings. That's going to be tough. Well, San, did you know San Jose is in California? For some reason, I was thinking it was like, like, up, like I don't know, like there's. More than one place named San Jose, I'm sure, but I just there they have I, the minor league team is is there as well. Oh but yeah. Point yeah. point being Silver is that race. if there were you know, and I'm and I'm throwing this out there for the people that say, oh, the Blue Jackets should lose every game. Look at the current schedule and say there's a good shot that the Blue Jackets could do this because historically speaking, they've struggled playing in L.A. They've struggled playing in Anaheim, playing in Vegas. That can be a tough one. Playing at Washington, that can be a tough one. Then they get a home game against the Islanders. They're at Montreal, who's better than them this season, so that could be a tough one. 13 of the 16 remaining games the Blue Jackets have are going to be against teams that are in a playoffs. Yeah, yeah did you see uh, – I think you had retweeted it, and so did yeah. I. There was a thing on, on Twitter today showing uh, all 32 teams' uh, schedule strength. Like, yeah. basically – how strong are the opponents against them for the rest of the year? You know, Colorado's up there, number one, as the easiest rest of the year, it seems. So, and uh, Jackets were like in the bottom, like uh, half at least, but they were like the bottom third, maybe, um, as far as 
there's their schedules harder. And then on top of that, they're the last place team in the league. So, um, yeah, it is unrealistic to expect that they'll win all the rest of their games. I don't know what the uh, Sharks or like, Arizona's uh, games look like, but another thing to keep in mind, there are some teams out there still fighting for playoff spots or like they're right. just a few points out. I mean, the Rangers and the Lightning are tied right now at 86. Right. Um, they're both third in their division. So uh, this that's that's what makes these games in this month and your and I've always viewed it this way. Once you hit the month of March until the end of the season in April, it's just steadily more intense. It, it gets more it get you're right, Hefty Duck. It gets more intense in every game, regardless of what team you're playing, it gets harder because it goes both ways. You have teams that are not in the playoffs, but they realize that this is their final couple games here and that they want to go out with on a winner. They don't want to lose these games. So that's going to make them a harder opponent. And then you have teams that are fighting for a playoff spot where they need to win these games, because if you don't, there's a potential that you don't make the playoffs. So again, that makes it harder. So from now on until the rest of the season, March till April, this is going to be really hard, not just for the blue jackets, but every team, because every team wants to win. Yeah, and you know, we'll see. You know, the bottom four teams in the league are also all you know very close together. I mean, there's you know, Jackets forty nine, Sharks fifty one, Blackhawks fifty two, Anaheim Ducks fifty four points. You know, then the Yotes actually already have have sixty one points, and the Canucks even. And then so anyway, like yeah, it's uh it's gonna be a pretty interesting rest of the year i'm looking forward to it you know i'm just hoping that injuries uh hopefully don't play as much of a part of of it as any of the rest of the season has um so uh real quick i just want to talk a bit about the game before that because i got to go to that game as the uh uh, against the blues yep and the blue jackets lost five to two uh unfortunately jordan kairu had a hat trick against us um and it was kind of so I, like I said, I was at the game. I stayed the whole way, like, even though like people left. Okay, it was like three to one. People left as soon as it became four one, like because there was like two or three minutes left in the game. Yeah. And then Kairu got his hat trick, and people were like throwing hats on the ice, like the St. Louis fans were throwing hats on the on the home ice, and the St. Louis <laughs> players were going around with their sticks and like flinging the hats back over the, the sidewall. <laughs> They're like. What what do you Yeah, what do you like, doing? it's not our home ice. Yeah. Like you can cheer for it, by all means cheer for it, but like you really yeah. I don't know. It just seems silly because like I don't like at home, okay, like there's something that the blue jackets do with the hats when there's a hat trick. There's yeah. a whole case, there's a whole bar built around it now. I don't know if anyone saw that. It's literally the, the hat trick bar now. It's cool. So I don't know. I just thought it was like it's whatever. Of course I'm the home fan, so if I don't find that at least a little annoying, then why am I there? <laughs> I guess, but yeah. um, we had goals from Boone and Liney. Great shot, Liney. Great shot. Yeah, nice ringer. Gave me something to cheer about that game because otherwise it was kind of boring. Uh, you know, not really. I always have a great time when I'm there. You know, I Absolutely. really do. Um, Absolutely. And uh, always a great time. Good atmosphere. Uh, I always love it. Just uh, it, it could have been a little nicer had they gotten a win or like even been 
more competitive, you know, right. at, at a point, right. like even like a, like a five, three loss with like the last one being like an empty netter or something would have been nice or, you know, just something more competitive. Um, yeah. But uh, it's good. I, good and honestly looking at that, see, I was watching, that was my mom's birthday that day. So I was, I was at, at a restaurant. Uh, eat, I had a cheeseburger that day and I was, had a restaurant, yeah, at the restaurant and I was pulled on my phone watching some of the games <laughs> there. Hell yeah. And then we went and then, you know, we finished eating at the restaurant and we went home and my mom had some, some of our family over. It's a lot of fun. Oh, Killer Beast 2508 on YouTube says some players on rebuilding teams at this point of the year are also fighting for jobs, which can also make it harder. You make a great point because like, yes, the trade deadline's over, but uh, off season is just around the corner too for a lot of teams. I mean, yes, there's going to be some doing the playoffs, but yeah, that's a, that's a really good point too. They're really like, like, like even like foodie, maybe, you know, like maybe he's fighting for a position for next year on the blue jackets or, you know, maybe, I don't know Some, what his, uh, I don't know what his contract looks like. Restricted free agent. I think. Oh, RFA. Okay, cool. Um, but so no, yeah, we'll see where that goes. But, uh, why in there he, in the, he makes a good point is that, yeah, that, that does, there is another reason that if, even if a team is not going to going to make the playoffs, playing it can be harder playing against them because you have guys that do are fighting for a spot, not just now, but in the future, and that can also make it harder. So Wine makes a good point there. Uh, but in regards to you know the, the Blues game, you know we I was watching at the bar at the restaurant for a little Blue Jackets Blues game, watching at the bar for a little bit, and then went home and we had a little party for my mom, some family over. And from what I saw from that game is honestly, I don't think the blue jackets played that bad. It just really comes down to just a couple defensive breakdowns where yeah. you allow the blues to score some quick goals. And that really kind of did them in there because they, the blue jackets outshot them. And you look at the stats, whole bunch of other things, the blue jackets are playing pretty good, but it doesn't really matter if you don't play defense and keep the puck out of your net. Yeah, and dude, I tell you what, those few goals that happened that quick, it really killed the vibe in the whole arena. It was a little rough, but um, it was pretty full that night. I know, like, online it says it's a sellout, and I think that's tickets, not, like, you know, people attending, which, like, okay, so everything's electronic anymore, so why not just, like, like they, they scan everyone's tickets coming in, so, uh, I mean, where's that number? Can we just get that number? Like, that'd be cool. And to be fair, too, like, the people that sat next to me, they got up, and I think the entire second period, they went to, the, like, a bar down, like, out in the in the arena, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. they went and sat at, like, the heart hat trick bar or some shit for, like, a while. So, I mean, but it was, like, the upper bowl was very full, and lower was mostly full. It was kind of cool. Um, Just that that many people show up yeah it's a saturday night though too so but it was cool that that many people show up for you know last place team um, it's always been like that when i've gone to columbus and it's on like a friday or a saturday just always packed because I, it's just it's just for like for like a weekend it's a fun weekend thing to do for you know most yeah. people if you're in it's the really area easy if you're in the area i've been to a tuesday games though i've been to a couple now and i now, to be fair, the times I've gone to Tuesday games, I've sat in the lower bowl. So I guess it, it's hard to tell because up in the upper bowl, you just have a better view of everything. I agree. And, uh, and dude, it was like exactly in the center behind the the Blues goal. 
Yeah. And like right at the very front of a section, but not like the bottom two rows. It was just like there was plexiglass in front of me, which I always like just because then I'm not like breathing down someone's neck or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, interesting night. Uh, earlier in that night, they had talked about there. Um, er, I'm sorry, earlier in that day, there was some uh, more action at Nationwide. Um, I just want to mention this real quick. Uh, then we're probably do a little ad read after this then we're going to talk about uh you know possibly some draft lottery stuff hopefully but uh anyway so um yeah what happened at nationwide 311 before the blue jackets played uh olentangy liberty school won six to two at the state championship hockey game um, against hunting valley university school this is the first central ohio team to have won a state championship. Wow. Now, um, this Olentangy Liberty School had not lost a game since Thanksgiving. Mm. That's pretty insane. Uh, so, congrats to them. Uh, I don't follow high school hockey, but you know, I, I follow the Blue Jackets, and that was you know I had to do some with the Blue Jackets. So, wow, uh, good for them. It, uh, it- that's a big thing because from what I've I've picked up on is that historically speaking, if you're a high school in the state of Ohio and you're good at hockey, more likely than not, you're probably coming from like the Cleveland, Toledo, or like Cincinnati area. There really wasn't a lot of th- good things going on with you know Columbus slash Columbus yeah. area hockey with high school. But credit to Olin Tangi for getting it done, and in part. The Blue Jackets arriving in Columbus has really helped out people getting into hockey and getting a lot of good youth hockey programs. Well, that, that team, Olin Tangi, they won the Blue Jackets Cup earlier in the season. Yeah. Or was it earlier even this year yet? But, yeah. like, so I didn't even really know that, that was, like, a thing. Like, I, like I said, I don't still pay attention much to high school sports. But, um, yeah, I thought that was just really cool. Like, yeah, a lot of these schools are also private schools for the most part. Um Right. You know, it's uh, you know, it's definitely not a cheap sport to get into or started. So, understand that. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to shout that out. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, maybe some future Blue Jackets, some future NHLers there. You know, you never know. Maybe some future coaches or something too as well. So, just pretty cool. But anyway, right now I'd like to uh, uh you know, identify our sponsor. And do a little shout out for them. So I'll see you on the other side of this. Ready for the underdogs, the upsets, and the unbelievable action from DraftKings Sportsbook? The biggest tournament in college basketball is here. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets in Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during round one and two of the tournament. Uh, go to the app, opt in, and place a no-sweat bet this weekend. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Now, Kevin. Yes. Here. Oh, hey, there. Okay, so... You were just wearing your Bearcats hat. I don't pay attention much to college sports uh, as well. Are are they going to be doing well in this tournament, or, or what do you? What's your opinion on that? Are they 
Uh, the, Bear, the Bearcats did not make the NCAA tournament, but they did make the NIT tournament. And their first game in the NIT is tonight at 9 o'clock oh. Eastern time, a home game against Virginia Tech, and the Bearcats have the four seed. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if that this covers the Bearcats, but in any case, you know, uh, that might be a, a good one to uh, check out. And the DraftKings probably has it on there anyway. Just keep in mind, this might not qualify exactly for that. So yeah, you can try. Yeah. Uh, but download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See my show notes for details. You know, if you have a gambling problem, don't gamble. You know, or Okay, well, more than you can afford. And if you have a gambling problem, please call the number in the details there. I mean, but, this, I mean, March slash like April is like one of the best times of the year for like sports, in my opinion, because there's like hockey. Baseball's just starting. Oh my God, yes. It's like hockey is is here at hockey. It's ramping up the intensity too. Ramping up the intensity of hockey. And then you have teams fighting for the playoffs. And then you have spring training and baseball's coming soon and of course the NCAA basketball tournament and NIT and then of course uh, soccer's back and the the crew are back yeah, they just started the the crew started and then you know the Cavs they're fighting for a playoff spot so there's a lot of just fun stuff that you could watch or even you know bet responsibly on <laughs> Almost any time of day at this point, too. Well, I mean, you know, I guess within reason, but um, it's just so crazy. You could be like watching three different sports games at the same time like almost every night. It's yeah, definitely one of my favorite times of the year. This and when hockey season starts, because then there's the baseball and hockey overlap again. I, I really football. Have, have a good time and football. Yeah, <sighs> absolutely. No, but I got tickets to see the Reds play in April, and I'm looking forward to that because I just. Besides hockey, I just love going to baseball games. Oh, um, dude, me too. It's such a nice vibe. It's, you know, America's pastime. I know some people don't like enjoy baseball. They think it's slow. I, I encourage you, we're a hockey podcast, but I encourage you with the addition of the pitch clock, which I'm sure is going to be the timing is going to be raised a little bit here by the season start. Um, watch it. Also, the world, just another little slight baseball thing, just because it's spring, the World Baseball Classic is on right now. And if you want to see something really cool, watch the World Baseball Classic. It's a tournament with teams from all over the world. They have a team from Great Britain. They play cricket. I didn't even know, like, anyone, like, I'm sure people here, some people here play cricket, too. I mean, it's a big country. But really, Great Britain has a baseball team? Cool. Of course, they have, like, you know, Dominican Republic teams doing well and some other teams down there. Yeah, they're kicking ass too, I think. For some of those countries, that's all they got sports-wise. So, of course, it's always going to be yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, real quick, uh, not real quick, but I want to talk about this for, uh, a little bit yet. Um, and we'll get to some fun stuff here at the end. Uh, so, let's just talk about real quick the draft lottery. So it's been announced draft lottery is going to be May 8th, which is, I think, like three weeks after the Stanley Cup final. No, Somewhere the, the Stanley Cup at final, that's in June. 
Ouch. I'm just entirely wrong then. I thought there was something. Oh, was that the regular season? That's the regular season end. Is what the regular I'm season ends April. Well, April 13th for most teams, but for the Blue Jackets, it's April 14th because yes. the Blue Jackets were supposed to play a game against Buffalo in December, but they didn't do it because it was too cold in Buffalo, and Buffalo couldn't get out of Buffalo to come to Columbus. So they pushed <laughs> the Blue Jackets season back by a day on April 14th so that the Blue no. Jackets and Sabres could play that day, could play so, that game because that was the only day that both teams could do it. Right. So, yeah, like I was saying, just like three weeks after the end of the season, not the Stanley Cup final. It's the final game of the season. About three weeks later, it's going to be the draft lottery. And uh, at that point, we will finally know. Everyone can stop speculating. You know, everyone can get back to cheering how they normally cheer, um, which cheer how you want. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm still going to cheer for wins. So, like, don't put me down. And I won't. I'll try to bitch too much about people cheering for losses, but um, yeah. In any case, that'll be the eighth, and we'll, it'll just be finally over with. And um, you know, we'll have all stuff to opine. Um, so something that I don't know, maybe, possibly, kind of like that. So here's a hot take. All right. This is from Ryan Kennedy. Uh, from thehockeynews.com he is quoted saying Tarasov will be starting goalie this time next year and uh, and personally what I think about that is um, one big shoes to fill two he's, he's really good and I can't deny that, like, he's a fantastic player, and I think he, you know, deserves a spot up there for the work he's put in uh, since we don't have Corpus Allo anymore. But um, the uh, uh, – we still – I mean, at, as much as possible, I think the Jackets should still try to get value out of Elvis's contract. And as I was quoted, uh, as I said last week or maybe the week before, I believe in Elvis. I believe we've already seen him gain some confidence um, and the, uh, this year yet. And I think throughout the uh, the offseason, we're going to see him really strive to become better. He's a professional athlete. He has tons of professional trainers and everything around him. So um, why not? I'm going to choose to believe. So in any case, I don't disagree with Ryan Kennedy that that Tarasov is a great player and, and possibly worth a starting spot. I just don't think that it's going to be like that. Just just from experience alone, realistically. But then again, um, so and the Jackets haven't like signed Hutchinson for like next year, right? No, he is a he is a unrestricted free agent at the end of this season. And, and I think, I mean, he's going to want to go back to AHL from NHL, you know. I mean, maybe. I mean, it's still money. Um, you know, because then we have the other uh, older fellow down there uh, um, on the AHL Jack as Kirby. well as Jet. Well, no, no, no. Um, the other goalkeeper oh, yeah. they picked up. 
They picked up like some guy to put down there, didn't they? At the deadline, that was Michael Hutchinson. No, but they picked up. Oh, Pavel Kajan. No, uh, it's not Chayan. It's Ch- it's Chayan. I swear. Um, Jack Gray. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Anyway, whatever. They just because Quick went, and I, that wasn't who I was thinking of. I was totally thinking of someone else. But um, I'll look into it. Maybe I'll post it. Uh, a correction later, but what do you think about that? Tarasov being, you know, possibly in like a starting position here, you know, this time next year. I think there's reason to believe that that can happen because you look at what Tarasov has done is that he's originally, he's from Russia. And when he, when he played over in Russia, he played pretty good over there. And then when he came over and played for the monsters, he's played pretty good. And when given the chance to play for the blue jackets, He's played pretty good. So there's reason to believe that if he did get another chance, he could do it. But on the flip side of that, that Elvis Merzlikens contract, it's like to a certain degree, you kind of feel like you kind of have to play him because if you don't, then you're wasting that contract with all that money. And he is – he is good enough to not want to buy out that contract. Right, like you really just throw everything you got at it to make sure that his season goes good next year. And and the th- and you are absolutely right, Hefty Duck, is that Elvis Merzlikens has shown that he can be a good goalie, and his really his best moments with the Blue Jackets was during the 2019-2020 season. Jonas Corposalo helps the Blue Jackets go on like a 19 and five run. And because that, he plays really good, and he earns himself a, a spot in the NHL All Star game. And but <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, exactly. Jonas Corposalo gets hurt, and then uh, Elvis Merzlikens had gets thrown in there. And a lot of people are thinking, "Uh oh, what's going to happen? They don't have Jonas Corposalo anymore." But to Elvis Merzlikens' credit, basically from like the month, from like part of December through like the month of January, he was really good. And he helped the Blue Jackets go on a big win streak there. And he got a couple got a couple shutouts and he was just, just playing really good. And part of that, and that's a very kind of a big reason why, to a certain degree, why the Blue Jackets made the playoffs that year is that that hot stretch that they had with both Jonas Corposalo and Elvis Merzlikens. And since then, both Elvis Merzlikens and Jonas Corposalo have had their moments where they look good. So it's like it's there. But can you show it? on a more consistent basis. And if you can do that, then the Blue Jackets are going to be fine because in my opinion, yes, the defense needs to be better. Yes, the <laughs> yeah. needs to be better. But in my opinion, if you can just even get average at best defense and average at best goaltending, I think the Blue Jackets are going to be fine because they, the last two seasons they've shown that they can score goals if they have to because they've had many games where they've scored three, four, five, six, even seven goals a game. So if you can just get that average at best defense, I think they'll be okay because they've shown they can score goals. Get that goals against average down, you know? Because, I mean, even Corpy with the, he was like a, what, like a 9.8, or I'm sorry, like a point nine eighteen. Say percentage, but he had like a 3.04 like goals against average. Like that's crazy because like that means he's literally stopping like 60 shots and only letting in three, but still that's why the goals against average was going up. 
I know this because I have him on my fantasy team. <laughs> and uh, that's the stat I'm last in is goals against average. But my save percentage is really good. So weird. But um, yeah, I like I, I just read that today. I thought it was like not necessarily like, yes, it's a hot take. Sure. But um, it's not like that wrong, I guess, or that right either way. Like that's uh, it's something to ponder. We'll see how it goes. Because um, you're right. Because you can look at that and say, oh, that, that sounds about right. That, you know, that makes sense. And sometimes you see something goes like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's yeah. not supposed to be it's true. It's a cold break. It's way out of left field. Yeah, it's right? way out there. And then sometimes you have, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That, make, that, makes, that makes sense. That sounds uh, about And right. sometimes fans are divided. Like one, like, so, like a, some fans want like this way. Some fans want the other way. I know there's been a lot of Elvis hate out there this year. Uh, I think, you know, yeah, he didn't play good to start off, but also we have to understand our defense is just like yeah. not good. Now, <laughs> like, like I, I don't want to pick on good brands because he's, I, I like him a lot. He's literally, literally one of the toughest men in the entire NHL. But, you know, he also, I think also literally has the worst defensive stats of like almost anyone in the NHL. So uh, not on him specifically, but that just kind of tells you like the, uh, or might show you a little bit of the health of our defense, you know, cause, right. um, because yeah, under, just, we don't have... under normal circumstances, Eric Branson, he's probably playing like second line or third line minutes, but because yeah. they don't have, they don't have Wierenski, they don't have Gabrikov anymore. He's they just in there for like a half hour every game. <laughs> because of that, and they don't have they don't have Jake Bean. They don't have a bunch of other guys that would take those spots. And so, because of that, Gabranson is put in a place where he has to play higher up in the lineup. And sometimes that doesn't mean good. But to his credit, he's been sometimes it means good because he's been much better re- recently, and he's taken that as a challenge as a leadership role. And it's from my perspective, it's, it's, it's great to see. Yeah. Um, so speaking of, I uh, just want to touch on this real quick and then I want to move on to uh, a few things yet to round out the episode. Um, so you said, you mentioned Bean. So, uh, you know, last week we talked about Rensky uh, having been seen skating around. He's, they're not coming back the rest of this year, 100%. There's no way. Why would he even risk it? Um, but he's been seen skating, which is great news. Also, Danforth has been skating here recently as well. And Jake Bean. That's really good to hear. Like, I hope they take the time off to just heal. Like, there's no reason to come back this season. There's really not. Like, just heal. I'm just glad to hear that they're doing like some news about them. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that was really cool. Um, you know, we'll see them uh, back next year. And and another one too, where being like, were the season to have gone differently, he would have seen a lot more Blue Jackets time this year. But normally he does. But the monsters, who? So the monsters in the last few games, uh, Chinikov and Andre uh, Fix Wolanski. Yep. Trey, Trey fixed Wolanski. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Trey. Um, have been have been doing really well. Um, the, Blue, the Blue Jackets, um, they've won three out of the last. I'm sorry, shoot, definitely not the Blue Jackets. The Monsters have won three out of their last four games. They're three points behind fourth place, so they're really gunning for playoffs. I think that means they're like two games behind. 
um, a playoff spot right now, I think. So they're really going to be gunning for the – and they'll have a lot more teams in the AHL playoffs too, I believe. Um, uh, David Yurichek, he's been playing pretty good down there too. So it's, oh yeah. it's, great. it's great to see. Yeah, so just pretty cool. Just pretty cool. But, um, yeah, like I said, I want to round out with just uh, maybe – just some stuff I read on on Twitter here and there. The uh, season ticket holder event that was uh, last week, uh, I think it was the fifth, or uh, it was like the the, the day after our last podcast or something. So it was like the ninth or something. But yeah. um, it looked really cool from my end. I saw some people with some complaints, like just that I saw though the lines were long. It was they were crazy long. So, uh, but I get it. You know they had they've had other events very similar to that like earlier in the year, but. Um, they're less busy, but then at the end of the year, everyone's trying to get in their last, like, oh, shit, I didn't go to the one earlier in the year. I, I have to go to this one to get my money's worth, right? Like, yeah, so everyone right. shows up. Yeah. But um, still look pretty cool. I totally get it, though. Um, so another uh, one other thing I saw people talk about online here recently, um, I'm curious on, of, of your opinion on it, too. So, like, last night in the game, there, there was a puck tracker at some point. Ugh. It wasn't there, like, the whole game. No, but like, like, what do you, what do you, what's your opinion on puck tracker? Because I just, I, you know, I'm, I was thinking about this last night watching the game, and I'm not exactly sure what to think about it because it's like, I kind of like it, but then I kind of don't. Like, I like the how like the name, the players, the names of the players pop up, but then like the puck thing it's kind of interesting to see and I could see how it could be useful, but then sometimes it's kind of not because it just like, because just the way hockey players play and how fast they can skate and pass and shoot the puck that when that happens, the thing was bouncing off like a pinball and the hockey thing was kind of hard to yeah. follow and kind of distracting. So like there's probably a reason behind it. Well, yeah, right, but, but have the blue like, I don't know. It's just like I think may, if you wanted to do this, maybe there's a better way that you could do this. I don't know. Why do I know? Um, so when tube TVs were the only thing around, I think that little bit of glow they used to have by the puck wasn't necessarily like the worst thing ever. I also don't. Okay, so but with this new way of doing it, where they have like a trail on the end of it, um. It's to me. I'm watching. I, instead of the seeing the puck, I'm seeing the trail, and I feel like my I'm like a second behind, or like a, a split second behind it as it's moving because I'm seeing the trail, and they're already the puck's already like in the goal, and I'm like, wait, but it, like I don't know how to describe that. I guess it's just I feel like I'm lagging. Um, and uh, as far as the name tags go, like that's like not that big of a deal for me. Like I play tons of video games, and that's how like. A lot of the video games I play are. I'll have like a little tag above someone's head. You just get used to it and don't even notice it after a while. Yeah. But um, anything new, there's going to be growing pains. Um, anything new, yeah. anything changed. Like the 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 boards on the on the outside. I still think those are garbage. But I have seen less players getting like like uh, glitched into them so far. Like you know, it, at the beginning of the year, there was I saw a lot of people like glitching through them and stuff. It was it was pretty ridiculous. Um, I just wish that while play was going on, that they wouldn't move yeah. the banner behind it. Like while play is moving, and play is stopped, move them all the fuck to. I don't give a shit, dude. 
just do whatever you want with them because I'm not watching the play right now. I'm, you know, so I guess that is my two cents on the puck tracker. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to know your opinion too. Cause like, like I, I understand how for some people it may be, it may help them. Right. Um, I've just, I've watched enough hockey, almost all of it without that. So, right. I, I'm just used to one way and I don't, I don't know. The, yeah. It's whatever. But so uh, he got the cappy last night. After yeah. Having a five point night, but it's the second time this year, right? Yeah, it's the second one. He's got it. He's got it twice now, but you kind of, by default, you kind of have to give it to him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five point five. Five point nine. It's like, oh, yep. Because otherwise, it. it could have gone to Tarasov for his first NHL point. Boone Jenner, two goal night. Right. But no, five point night. Johnny Gaudreau, two goals, three assists for five points, and you get the game winning goal in overtime. So, yes, you deserve yeah. to happy on that one. You're for right. sure. For sure. Um, so, uh, you know, just to cap it off, I got something kind of fun for you. So we share a birthday, me and you. It was yeah. Sunday, March twelfth. Yeah. Um, do you know we also share a share a birthday with a few NHL players? Yes. Um, currently, the 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 one that's the only one that I think that's currently playing is uh, I, I think it's Evgeny. Is it Evgeny or Evgeny? I think it's Evgeny. Evgeny, Evgeny Dadnov. Do you know oh. that? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, I looked it up today it's for shits and gigs. Um, and then a former Blue Jacket, Miko Koivu. Yeah. Yes. He shares a birthday with us. I don't. I think he he's not playing this season. No, he was. He's done. Yeah. He's done. So what happened with Miko Koivu is that he signed a one-year deal to play with the Blue Jackets during the 2020-2021 season. He played some games. He did score a goal, and he did help the Blue Jackets win some games, and he did get the Kepi for one game. But it just, you know, this happens with a lot of guys. They just get to that point to where they just can't do it anymore. And the body says, no, you can't play this anymore. Yeah. And that's what happened to Miko Koivu as he was playing games. And then the body just said, I can't do this anymore. And he was, he was and done. To a point, that's kind of what happened with Voracek too. Yeah. I mean, he's just like his sad because uh, I really liked him as a player. Um, you know, it'd be cool to see. Something like that, maybe going to like coaching or something too. It'd be really yeah, cool. Because that was a good free agent signing that the Blue Jackets did because he was gonna be he was gonna be a good third, fourth line center for the Blue Jackets that could help him on defense, penalty killing face offs, but also teach some of the younger guys on the Blue Jackets how to win face offs and the whole bit. And he did do that to a certain degree when te- he helped out Tex- Alexander Texier with some face offs. But he didn't play a lot of games. And, you know, the body just said, I'm done with it. So that did was a big blow for, for the Blue Jackets that season. They had to find someone else to fill uh, that role. But for the short period of time, he did play for the Blue Jackets. I liked what he's, I saw from him. He played pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty funny. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because I like I, I just got a kick out of it because I was like, hmm, I wonder if, like there's other like celebrities and stuff that share the same birthday as us too. But I just get a kick out of it for sure. But um, yeah, that's uh 
that's what I got here for tonight. Uh, anything else you want to add? If not, or if when you're done, just uh, you know, launch into what you'd like to promote here, Kev. If there's yeah. anything. Uh, Isn't there? So didn't I see a post that there's only like a few more weeks left uh, of a of a run on that beer? Yes. It's only around for a couple more weeks. It's a seasonal. So, as as I've as we all know, I've promoted this many times on the show and all over social media. Union Soldier, the new fun Blue Jackets themed beer for Union Blue Soldiers, made by Endeavor Brewing. Go check it out. It's available in many bars in the Columbus slash Columbus area, many stores in the Columbus slash Columbus area. Available at Endeavor Brewing. Get it on tap. Get it in a four-pack four or a case. I did that back in October for cases of Union Soldier. My family loved it. You can love it, too. Try Union Soldier. And uh, the only, it's, you know, once hockey season's over, it's going to go away. But then it's going to come back once hockey season comes back again. Nice. So get Union Soldier. Try Union Soldier. That's cool. This is your chance to do it. Do it. Try it for. You know, it's not here until hockey season comes back. So try Union Soldier. Just do it. Try Union Soldier. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So another thing I also saw on Twitter, because um, I know you uh, help run the Union Blue Soldiers page. Yes. Yeah. Um, you're doing a, a march for the last I game am. of the season, right? Yes. That's pretty yes. cool. I am. Yes. So, you know, Union Blue Soldiers, it's the... As you can see in the background, I got a few scarves hanging there in the background. And, you know, but, you know, Union Blue Soldiers, it's a Blue Jackets scene group that I run and other people help me run it. And every year we do a march for the home opener. And if the Blue Jackets make the playoffs, we've done playoff marches. This past October, we've done another march and it was a lot of fun. We marched down to Nationwide Arena that year on the Blue Jackets. A big crowd showed up, fun times, and the Blue Jackets joined us for some fun. And we had Stinger show up and a whole bunch of other people from the Blue Jackets organization. It was a lot of fun, and you're absolutely right, Hefty Duck. Union Blue Soldiers is doing Mm -hmm. another march Friday, April 14th, 2023. Our bar, 6 o'clock p.m. Join Union Blue Soldiers as we are marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Blue Jackets. Our march is a fun time with fellow Blue Jackets fans. So, again, join Union Blue Soldiers as we march on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Blue Jackets. Hell yeah, brother. That sounds cool. Like I said, I, uh, I'll i try to make it there. I'm not sure, though. Uh, I've heard that there's... Oh, that's a totally different team. Never mind. I was about to... <sighs> Something about tickets... Uh, There's only a few left over for the Guardians opening day, not the last game of the season. But probably, I mean, there's probably some tickets, and they probably are limited to a certain point, too. So, I uh, did. My dad was last year when I did uh, uh, an Ohio trip in April. I saw the Reds, the Blue Jackets, and the crew play. And my dad nice. was my dad was complaining about how the Blue Jackets tickets were the most expensive. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's the last home game of the season. If you don't see it then, you're not seeing the Blue Jackets until October. Whereas if like the Reds and the crew, their season just started. So like you got more shots if you want if you want to see yeah. them. So of course yeah. it's going to be more expensive. And, and uh, my own and there's personal- less seats. There's less seats in the arena, so right. like you gotta get the whole, you know, all the bang for your buck. <laughs> yeah, 
and uh, and from my own personal experience, what you know, just going to see the Blue Jackets play compared to some of the other Ohio sports teams I like, the Blue Jackets are always the more expensive ticket compared to, you know, any other team that I like. And it's always been like that. So it's like that's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, that's the way she goes, man. The way she goes. Um cool. Well I'll sign us off here, man. Um so also, as what also my brother got me this cool podcast mic. Nice. I I thought you sounded a little different today. Are you using it right now? No. Okay, you were louder today, or like there's something I don't know what's going on there, but you know what? <laughs> um, but I'm gonna be playing around with this and see if I can get this going. And if it does, then I'll be using this for the podcast. But Hell yeah. man, I didn't want to use this right away in case something messed up in the, <laughs> yeah, right. the podcast. It's like, no, I'll just use the microphone in my computer. Anyways, but yeah. And it's Dope. blue too. Yeah. Nice for blue jackets. Cool. Well, yeah. I uh, can't wait to hear that for next week. You know, hopefully it's uh, uh works well and it's pretty good for you, man. That's pretty cool. Um, so check out Union Blue Soldiers on social media. There we go. Wrong way I'm pointing. Uh, they do a bunch of cool stuff. Kev here uh, posts and his the people uh, he runs uh, runs it with post really awesome stuff as well. I follow them, retweet a lot of their stuff. Pretty cool. Um. So this is uh my, my name is Lance. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Happy Duck, and my name Lance is next to it. Um, and uh, Instagram, Twitch, wherever you want to find me. You can also find the Brew Jackets uh, podcast on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple. Pretty much wherever you can find, wherever you get your podcast from, it's all linked together. Um, you know, you can find it there. And, and, you know, wherever you're at, uh, whatever you're doing, if you give us a, a, a like, a, you know, a, wherever you're at, like and follow, that'd be awesome. We'd really appreciate it because it, uh, it would help us out a lot. Um, people need to check out your art, Hefty Duck. People yeah. need to check out your art. Oh, yeah. Go check out Hefty Duck's art. It's really just really uh, We don't cool. play the blues anymore, right? There's no blues no. games for the rest of the season, right? No, no. Okay. So, unfortunately, that was one of the games that I had a victory poster for. And it's never. That's not going to get seen. So, uh, if they don't show it at the, like the end, like, oh, here's the ones that weren't able to be seen or something, then I will probably. I don't know. I think I could probably sh- publicly show it then. Like, otherwise, it's never going to be seen anyway. So I'm like, I might as well at least, hopefully, someone. Uh, just talking you know. about your art in general. Like people need oh. to check, check it out. <laughs> Hell yeah, check it out. Check I don't it out. keep up with Twitter hardly. Or, I'm sorry, I don't keep up with Instagram hardly at all. But um, when I do, that's where I'll post stuff too. His art is like really fucking cool and shit. So go <laughs> check out his art. We we've shown this on the show before. The one art he did for the Blue Jackets that people have seen. Oh yeah, really cool. So everyone check out Hefty Ducks art. Do it. Do it now. Um. Yeah. Other than that, uh, like I said, find Blue Jackets anywhere. Like, subscribe, follow, whatever it is that sh- that you know wherever you're listening from thank you very much to our audio listeners um our audio listeners for this last month have <laughs> have gotten a lot better on the numbers i'm pretty excited for it uh you know i really appreciate all the uh all the listens from everybody and, and views uh it's pretty cool to see uh 
and we'd hope you join us again. We'll be back here again, as usual, unless there's a game next Wednesday. No, there is no more Wednesday games this season. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And so we'll be back next Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, I mean, if uh, sometimes we change it, like if there's like the CBJ like uh, Twitter group thing that like the like Jeff Jeff Svoboda. God, I can't say his name. Or Bob McElligot or whatever. If they're doing something like Dylan Tire, then I will try to wait till after that's over because I like to go listen to it too. I mean, that's yeah. the thing. But yeah. um, other than that, uh, this is it. This is the end of the show. Yeah. I think we can stop talking now, right? Yeah. Cool. Excellent. I'm going to stop talking now. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We will see you next time. It's not off there yet. Oh, shit. Hold on.